Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Creator Claudine Francois and the founder of In Good Clean Taste. I am dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs design a healthy lifestyle by incorporating healthy, delicious tools, tips, and resources that empower their inner and outer game. Every episode, my featured guest and I share our healthy, delicious lifestyle journey on my globally recognized show, Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Hello, and welcome to Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. I am content creator and board certified functional medicine and holistic health practitioner, Claudine Francois. You can always learn more about me at ingoodcleantaste.com. Now, today's topic is so amazing. I am so excited to bring this to you. And be sure to stay on until the end because we have some special announcements for you. So today we're going to talk about how to boost your brain, unleashing its potential through gut health. Wow, right? Okay, so our amazing guest today, I'm going to bring her up from the green room in just a second, but let me tell you a little bit more about this powerhouse first. So Sophie Shepard is the founder of She Talks Health and the creator of the She Talks Health podcast. She is a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and NLP certified life coach who helps women transform their hormone, gut, and thyroid health. Wow, so needed, right? Now, using a combination of root cause functional lab testing, transformation subconscious mindset reprogramming, and diet and lifestyle science, Sophie and her team partner with you to create a holistic approach to bringing your body and mind back into balance. Amen. Her mission is to revolutionize the way women claim their health and slay old stories of being sick in their bodies. Oh my goodness. Let me bring up Miss Sophie Shepherd so you can meet her. Hello. Hi. That was so animated. I love it. <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> me too. I love talking about this. I am so excited <laughs> to talk with you about this today. Thank you so much for being here. And before we get started, I'm going to ask you the first thing that I ask all my guests, which is what does a healthy, delicious lifestyle mean to you? Yeah, I, I love that question. I think so. My programs are called She Thrives is my main program. And I get this a lot from clients like they want to they want to just 
they want to do more than just survive. They want to thrive. And so what does that really look like? And for me and for my clients, that means having the space to be at ease and to be calm. We can't, we're going to talk about this a lot today, but we can't heal in a stressed place and filling your cup in your life with what I call primary food, which is, you know, the things that bring us joy, the things that, um, not just the food we put in our mouth, but the food all around us, right? How are we spending time with people? Are we being creative? What are we doing in community so that we can really fill our cup? Um, of course, nutrition, we'll talk about that today too, is very important. But when we want, when we think about thriving and having this healthy lifestyle, I think about all the aspects of our life and really like not just doing this to survive, but to thrive and really enjoy our lives. That is so good. And I think that many women just are always in do mode and kind of, as you said, survive mode, you know, they're just trying to get by. They're yeah. just trying to make it through the next appointment, the next soccer game, the next morning, the next evening, right? They're just get me through till the weekend or whatever <sighs> the next respite is. And that it's interesting because we're going to talk a lot about the brain gut connection today and how our brain impacts our gut and how our gut impacts our brain. And that level of stress like you said, it keeps us from being creative. It keeps us from fully living. We can't enjoy life when we are stressed. So that's awesome. Yeah. So before we get to your tips, which are so, so good, can you tell us a little bit about the gut brain connection? Cause I don't know that everyone knows what that is. How are the brain and gut connected? They're totally far apart. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I always like to say, whether it's your gut and brain or it's your gut and hormones is the last time I checked, our brain was connected to the rest of our body. And so if we think about what actually happens in our body, our brain is communicating to all of our organ systems and creating a coordinated response to our emotions, to our beliefs, and that plays out in our organ system. So when we think about the gut and brain, think about like anytime you've had butterflies in your stomach, right? Because you're like nervous before you gave a presentation, or maybe like someone says something to you and you felt really hurt and you felt really tight, like a tight like ball in your stomach. That is literally the gut-brain connection. So our gut is connected to our brain via the vagus nerve, which is like the super highway that comes down to the back of our skull, all the way down to a bunch of different organs, but there's a lot of connection points into the gut. And so when we're stressed, our heartbeat will speed up and our muscles will tighten and we actually stop being able to digest food. So this is where we hear about a lot of, a lot of new stuff coming up around, you know, fight or flight, rest and digest, right? And so if we want to be digesting food, we have to be in rest and digest. We have to calm down our nervous system in order to actually relax enough to let the things that um, help us digest our food come out. So we need digestive enzymes, we need bile, we need stomach acid, all these things that happen automatically, right? Automatically, we don't tell our stomach acid to be released. A lot of people don't even know they have stomach acid, but we do. We have all these mechanisms at play. And what is telling our gut to function in that way or to stop is our brain. So mm. really intimately connected if we want to have good brain health and gut health, it's a bi-directional conversation that's happening every second of every day, uh, subconsciously. Yeah. So our brain, the state of our brain impacts how well our gut functions and yes. how well, and yeah, go. Go for it. how well <laughs> yeah. our gut functions impacts our brain. Yes, exactly. So I, I just, I love talking about this because 
you know, when I first got into FDN and got, even when I went through my own health journey, I just focused on the gut health, which was great. It got me a really long way, but I would have recurrent infections and problems and gut issues until I realized that there was the brain piece. Mm-hmm. So it's both ways. And I think for a lot of women that I work with, they are experiencing brain fog. They're experiencing fatigue, memory loss. They're having a lot of quote unquote brain symptoms that can be stemming from their gut and imbalances in, you know, they all, the hormones, the gut, the brain, it all interreacts, inter, they're interwoven, right? They can't, it's funny because when we talk about, and I know you know this, when we talk about traditional medicine, it's like, oh, you go to the brain doctor or you go to the heart doctor or you go to the gut doctor. And it's like, well, actually these things work together. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And we know that our hormones are turned on and off through our brain as well. Everything really is coming through the command center of our hypothalamus and our brain, right? Do we have enough thyroid hormone? Well, are we stressed out? Because if we're stressed, our brain will slow down the the thyroid hormone, right? Um, And same thing with our gut. So it's just, and then it's a feedback loop. So then if we have this stress in our gut, it's going to tell our brain, hey, there's danger, there's danger, and it'll release more stress hormones. It's absolutely fascinating that our brain and our gut are so connected. Our whole body is connected. And I think we need to really move out of this old paradigm of like specialist for this, specialist for that. Obviously, if we have like true disease that needs to be treated, absolutely. But I really like looking at the body as a whole. I think that that's just like where the magic's at. Yeah. And just to underline something you said when you talk about a stressed body won't release that thyroid hormone. What I like to say is a stressed body will not lose weight because our thyroid plays a big role in metabolism. And so a lot of women wonder, I'm doing all this stuff. Why can't I lose weight? And it's like, you're doing too much. This is the problem. <laughs> Your body's like, hold up. I got to run. I got to reserve some energy to run away from that tiger. I don't have, I don't can't let go of all this extra energy source, this fat that is energy, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that's exactly the type of woman I work with someone in their thirties or forties, go get her, usually a mom and working. And it's like, they have gut issues. They have anxiety. They have insomnia. They have weight loss resistance issues. Maybe they have a thyroid issue. Maybe they have a period issue. And all of this is related to how we perceive stress and how we process that in our bodies. And it's funny because we try to like use the, the same tactics, I think, to like resolve our health. Um, as we like, try, try to get into it. Like, Oh, let me find, like have a checklist and do all the things to max capacity. And when sometimes really we need to do less in order to heal. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. So your tip, this kind of dovetails nicely into your tip, which is investigate what triggers your brain and body into stress and then rewire those thoughts for optimal health. Okay. How do we investigate? Yeah. <laughs> how do we rewire? Like, <laughs> yeah, more. this is, We could probably talk about this for the next seven hours, but I'll just back up by sharing what I like, where this comes from in the first place. So we have a view of every single person has a specific perspective of the world. All right. And those perspectives come when we are from zero to seven. They come from our teachers telling us things, our parents telling us things, or even just how we 
how we perceive an argument, for example, with our, our parents, right? So I'll give you like a really specific example, uh, going back to this kind of people-pleasing, overachieving woman that I definitely can identify with, and I've done a lot of work on this. I saw my mom. She was amazing. She was going to school. She was finishing um, a degree, and she was working, and she was taking care of me and all this different stuff. And I just have this memory of her always working. Now, she was also always there for me, but I have this memory of her like heads down working. She was trying to teach me the the importance of getting work done, right? And the importance of being educated and, you know, providing for your family and all this stuff. And my little baby brain perceived that as like, oh, like maybe I don't have someone to talk to. Maybe I feel a little alone or I feel a little abandoned, right? Now, my mom gave me so much love, but part of me is like, oh, you know, like I feel sad when I don't have like people around me and that makes me feel lonely. Right. So then how does that play out in my adult life? Well, I'll do anything to make sure that people stick around. Right. So that's like people pleasing. And then that causes massive stress in your day-to-day life, right? And I've seen this. That's just like my personal example. And my mom didn't do anything wrong. It's just how my little baby brain perceived like when she was working wasn't available for me, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's like the power of the subconscious mind. Like we're constantly picking up cues from our environment about whether we're safe, whether we're um, comfortable. And then those will play out in our adult lives as these triggers and these stressors. And so when we when I talk about investigate what triggers, I'm really talking about what are the subconscious beliefs or thoughts that we're having that could be making us feel either unloved, unwanted, not supported, not safe, that's triggering mm. that stress response. And what I find fascinating is a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have any of those, right? But like literally any conflict you have, anytime you feel sad, anytime you feel angry, there is an emotional response there. And that that is from a trigger of some sort. So we all have them. Mm. So investigating those um, and I, like kind of pulling them out, I, I think of it as like, if you've got your cup, right, you've got your your mug that you're trying to fill, you always hear, hear like people say, oh, fill up your cup, fill up your cup. These are like the holes in the bottom of the cup, releasing stress mm. every single day um, and triggering that kind of brain chemistry and neurology of like fight or flight stress. So that's how we like want to think about that. And then as far as rewiring them, that's the what I do in practice. And that's something that I give my clients those tools. We go deep. We, we look at... Um, different ways to help them to uh, think about things differently, to go back to the original event and to rewire what they thought at that moment when their mom had their head down or when they weren't available for them or whatever, wherever these things came from so that they're not triggered on a daily basis anymore. Mm. And then we pair that with tools to calm down the nervous system, which I'm happy to talk about in a second, so that they can really get through life with less of this up and down all the time, right? Of this chronic stress. It's not that life isn't going to life at us, but it's like, how can we smooth the waters Mm. so that we're not constantly on the stress roller coaster? Yeah. When you say rewiring, I'm thinking reframing. Like when you're talking about going back to your childhood and thinking, what is the event that made me feel or believe this? Like change my beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I reframe yes. that? Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Cause I reframe think all of us, great. I think all of us have, well, I'm sure all of us have events as a seven-year-old, as a five-year-old, as a three-year-old that we've seen, we didn't understand, as you, you mentioned the baby brain that we, we made it mean something other than what it really means. 
Yeah. I mean, I've worked with like hundreds of women at this point on this stuff and it's all, it's a lot of it's not even complex, big T trauma, right? It's just mm -hmm. like how we saw the world as a little kid without all the tools to understand, like, you know, all these different things that we do as adults, but the imprinting happens then. And so mm -hmm. we carry that imprinting forward. Um, and so we can have so much compassion for ourselves and for those people that raised us and all of these like inputs that we got. And we can also decide, you know what, I'm the leader of my life and I want to be uh, leading from a place that I get to choose and we get to do that work so that we can walk through life with way less triggers and stress. Nice. Well, and I love this tea that you gave to me, this Tulsi sweet rose. So it's obviously a caffeine free tea. Um, tell us a little bit about this. How do you like to use this in your practice? Do your clients use this to kind of de-stress? Yeah. I mean, there's so many hacks, right? I mean, this is just like one little cute thing that's like pretty affordable that I thought would be kind of fun for your audience to check out. You can get it in stores or on Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, I love this. The rose uh, actually opens up your heart and allows you to drop mm -hmm. into your body and out of your mind, which is where so many of us are just constantly living and stressing and what a thing and trying to be perfect all the time. So I love this because it's like, if you can take this and just be intentional, right? Like, can you turn on your kettle? Can you put your phone away for a minute? If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Can you like have five minutes of just quiet time holding this warm cup of tea and then also ingest this like really calming herb that helps you to just drop out of your head and into your body a little bit more? And from that place, that's where you're in that rest and digest. That's where you can really support your gut from that perspective of calm. And it's also where you can problem solve because we mm. can't really solve a lot of problems and triggers when we're in that fight or flight. We need to drop down and relax first. Yeah, which is why people get ideas when they're in the shower or taking a walk, right? Because they're, yes. they're not thinking about other things. And, you know, I love the ritual. Okay, I'm a big fan of tea. I, I have, a, <laughs> you ask my husband, he's like, how do you possibly have this many versions of tea? I'm like, just don't worry about it, honey. But I love the ritual because it forced, I mean, I'm one of those people that could go all day, right? <laughs> if I, if mm. I let myself, I love the ritual, like you said, heating the water, waiting for it to steep, holding the warm mug. And then, you know, studies have shown when you're drinking warm liquids, it actually does have a calming effect on your body. So it's like that, that double benefit of forcing yourself to stop, right? Calm down, take a minute out of your day. Uh, and the benefit of having that warm liquid that you're, that's, I don't know that it's nourishing your body, but it is nourishing your, it's nourishing your soul. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. It goes back to primary food. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love yeah. that. Well, let's talk about food. Cause you have this great tip. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about all your tips. It's fuel <laughs> your brain and gut with healthy fats, clean protein and fiber and ditch the inflammation from processed seed oils, sugar, gluten, and alcohol. Okay. So what is with the processed seed oils? A lot of people are talking. What, what is that? First of all, what is a processed seed oil? Because I don't know if a lot of people know that sugar, gluten, and alcohol are inflammatory. FYI people, sugar, gluten, and alcohol are super inflammatory. <laughs> 
but yes. I, I don't know that, a lot, you know, so I, you know, in our world, we hear that a lot. I don't know that a lot of people know what a processed seed oil is, why it's bad. How is it inflammatory? What is this? Tell us what this means, Sophie. <laughs> yes, I will. Um, so if you look at like the rise of the epidemics of obesity and disease, it's in the last since the 1950s. And if you look at the introduction of seed oils, it's right there in the middle of it, right? Mm -hmm. We had this like fat scare, like, oh, all fats are bad for you. Don't eat butter, by the way. I've, I'm of the opinion that butter is a superfood, so we can, we can have that <laughs> debate. Um, so we, we got away from this like whole food fat, you know, whole like butter, and we put in things like margarines. Mm -hmm. And these had these processed seed oils, this cheap synthetic man-made stuff, or at least it, it was created by nature, but then turned into man-made. And when you look at it, like even from a molecular level, it looks more like plastic than it does a fat. Okay. And so this stuff is, I'm talking about canola oil, safflower oil, sun, uh, sunflower oil, peanut oil, these seed oils, right? So seeds, not oils, um, not olive oil, not avocado oil. Those are perfectly great. But these seed oils, they have bad fats. They are high inflammatory omega-6 fatty acids. Um, some of them are trans fats. And these are what create inflammation and dis disease in the body in many, many cases, all throughout the body, gut, brain, hormone, I don't care where it is, it's inflammation and that wreaks hormones, uh, wreaks havoc on everything, including our hormones um, and our gut. And one of the things that, about our brain is that our brain is 60% fat. And mm. so it needs omega-3 fats. And, and we need a little bit of omega-6 and a little bit of omega-9, but we, we have this disproportion, especially in this country, in the United States, of highly processed inflammatory fats like this, because let's be honest, these seed oils are everywhere. They're in your French fries, they're in your chips. So anything processed is going to have these foods in it. Mm. Um, and so we're eating a lot of these, these kind of fake Franken foods, right? That's what we like, we're raised on this stuff now. Um, like, how did I survive sixth grade? I don't know. Like, it was, you know, like <laughs> Pizza Hut and Blimpy and all this stuff, right? Um, and uh, fruit roll-ups or whatever. And these seed oils, they cause inflammation, but then our brain needs the omega-3s. So like, um, it will, it, if it doesn't have those omega-3s, the cells of our brains are not intact, the cell membranes, and that can, can wreak havoc and cause inflammation. And one of the things I don't think people realize is that our brain has cells called the microglial cells, are, and they are supposed to protect our entire body, our nervous system from stress and trauma. Okay. And when we constantly inflame them with the foods that we eat, or we have a trauma in our life, instead of protecting us, they will cascade this like storm of inflammation down. Mm -hmm. And that will forever continue to create this like feedback loop of inflammation, which looks like brain fog. I can't remember my daughter's name or my boss's name, or I can't get through the day without having to take a nap because I'm so exhausted, right? Or mm -hmm. I have anxiety or depression, or I have ADHD, or, oh, I can't digest food. I have constipation, or I have diarrhea, okay? It can manifest in different ways just depending on your genetics and how it plays out. That is such a good point, right? So some of these symptoms that people are experiencing that they think are either hereditary or um, just a result of getting older or, you know, just not knowing because oftentimes they'll go to the doctor and the doctor's like, well, you're just getting older or, you know, you're, there's nothing wrong with you, but they have the brain fog. They have the anxiety, depression, as you mentioned, the ADHD. And these are things that are affecting our brain, but are super impacted by what is going on in our gut. 
which yes. is yes yeah sorry Go guys. Ahead. I get excited yeah. <laughs> yeah I do too I mean it's because it's it's bi-directional right it's like if we're telling our gut that there's something wrong up here because we think like we're not worthy or we have to be perfect or people pleaser. That's one direction. But then if we're eating something that's hitting our gut, that's saying inflammation, inflammation. And we know through the process of leaky gut, which maybe I shouldn't even bring up. I don't have time to go through it, but through <laughs> leaky gut, that inflammation recirculates. Right. And then that causes the brain to be like, Oh no, there's inflammation. And then that's those symptoms that we experience yes. um, over and over again. And I will say that, um, and I'm going to bring this up before I bring up the next tip is that you and I have a similar health story and you detail yours in your book called the heart centered leadership, which I'll put the link to that in the, um, in the, the notes below the show. Um, and you know, I, I'd, I'd love for people to check that out because your story is super powerful. You know, it just, I think whenever people read anyone's story, if they, if it aligns with them, people are going to be very um, impacted by it and it's going to help them feel more empowered to do something with their health. So your next tip, or actually this is my tip <laughs> that I tapped on from yours, choose gut happy foods to boost serotonin, improve hormone function and reduce brain fog. And I think we talked about some of this, right? So gut happy foods, you mentioned, you know, eating I think you mentioned, or maybe you were alluded to eating whole foods, right? Getting rid mm -hmm. of processed foods. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm a big fan of dark leafy greens, of having a variety yes. of fruits and vegetables. Um, you know, what do you think about, like, what are some gut happy foods or things that you tell your clients, you know, gravitate towards these so that you don't have enough room or energy or like want to have the other stuff? Yeah, that's exactly it. So it's like that protein, that fat and that fiber. So leafy greens would fall under that fiber, like any vegetables, right? Like broccolis and things like that mm -hmm. are so good as long as they're cooked because a lot of people can't do raw. That's okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then we want to have, you know, some, some car carbohydrate in there, not like processed carbs, but like sweet potatoes and maybe some rice if you process grains okay or fruit is fine as well. And then we want to have protein. We have to have protein to have a healthy gut and brain too. Um, and that, you know, serotonin, um, is happening that manufacturing happens in our gut 95%. So thinking about things that support serotonin, it's going to be the amino acids and amino acids are broken down from protein. So that's mm -hmm. where we have, in my opinion, grass fed red meat is amazing because it's grass fed. So it's actually high in omegas. Grain fed is not, it's high in omega six. Um, and then we want to have like lots of different types of fish, like mm -hmm. salmon and sardines and herring are chock full of omega threes and that protein. So things like that are really, really supportive. Choline that's found in eggs, really supportive. Really, really. Yeah. Supportive. And I think the thing that people probably don't realize is yes, these are healthy foods and yes, they're going to make you feel better in general. The reason why is because not only are they helping your gut, they're helping your hormones. They're helping your brain. Like they're helping your liver. Like all of these things are working together to make your body more efficient and more effective at what it wants to do. Cause it wants to work. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel like they're working yeah. against their body. Their body wants to work. We just need to give it the right tools. Yeah. Given half a chance, the body will heal itself. Awesome. Yeah. And if anyone wants to check out to see if their hormones are out of whack, I have a free quiz. I'll put that link in below as well. Um, so the next tip is if you're not sure where to start, get tested to see where the issues are. Now, Sophie and I both went through a program where we believe in finding out what's going on in your specific body. I mean, what do you see, Sophie? Would you, when you have people come to you, 
that say like, I'm really foggy brain. I have anxiety or I have digestive issues. Like all these things are going on. Like, do you find that the, what you're getting from the testing you do is pointing the, painting the picture for them of, well, this is why I can see on your GI map or I can see on your hormone test panel, you know, tell us what you're seeing when you're working with clients. Yeah, I'll tell you what I see with clients and also what I had with myself. So I had IBS, um, <clears throat> which I always like to say IBS is just BS, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but really, I say that because I had parasites and I had yeast overgrowth and I had bacterial dysfunction. And then because I was put on antacids by a physician for seven years on unmonitored, I had low mm. stomach acid. And that low stomach acid is still something I deal with. And I have to take proton, I have to take um, protein digestion enzymes. So all of that was actually causing all the gut issues, the bloating, the gas, the diarrhea when I was like 16, running to the bathroom <gasps> and having to pull off the highway on my way back to college and all this different Whoa. stuff. And I was just told like, you know, it's just normal or just take this antacid, right? For seven years. And then unfortunately at the end of that seven years, I ended up getting a whopping autoimmune disease by the time I was 22, right? Like these things are preventable. And so when I think about testing, I think about root cause testing. I, um, because if, if someone, if anyone had said, Sophie, run a GI map, run a food sensitivity test, maybe when I was 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, or 21, I may not have gotten Hashimoto's. I may not have had an autoimmune disease that now I have to manage for the rest of my life, right? Um, so I do believe in testing. I believe it ex expedites healing if used appropriately. And I know it's like more expensive upfront. And I also think in the long term, it saves you a ton of money because having unmanaged health issues means surgeries, medications, and doctor's appointments that cost a pretty penny. So I would rather just get the test done, see what's actually going on, nip it in the bud in you know, 90 days or six months or whatever, however long it takes, that shorter period of time so that you can get resolution um, 100% every time. And that's what I see with clients too. Yes. And because as you said, if something, if we don't actually get to the root cause, you're going to end up with symptom upon symptom upon symptom. And actually the problem's getting worse. So with Hashimoto's, if you don't resolve it, if you don't work on it earlier, it can, it just gets worse as time goes on. And then it is harder to manage at time as time goes on. Thank you so much for bringing yes. that up because that is so key. I think a lot of people will just suffer through it and just say, Oh, I'll get by or I'll pop these, you know, antacids or Advil yeah. or whatever it is. And they're actually, not only is the problem not resolving itself, it's getting worse. That's really sad to see. And then we play whack-a-mole with our symptoms and, and it's just not, it's not sustainable. It's not. And it, and it means that you're not going to be, you're not going to be thriving. Mm. You're barely going to be surviving and that's not okay with me. <laughs> no. And you know, I just want to point out, I have the crawler going across the bottom here about your podcast. You have a podcast called oh, She, yeah. She, I can't talk. She Talks Health. <laughs> <laughs> which is a wonderful podcast. I have listened to several episodes and I, I get so much great information from it. Um, so uh, aside from the podcast, where else can people find you? Yeah, everything is She Talks Health. So I'm Sophie at She Talks Health is my email. My website is She Talks Health. My podcast is She Talks Health. You can find that on any podcast uh, syndicate platform. And my Instagram, I share a lot. Like I have, you know, six years worth of Instagram posts on thyroid health, gut health, brain health, period health, um, because I, you know, all those things are connected. And so She Talks Health you know, DM me, shoot me a message, whatever you want, you know, just get in touch. I, like I'm, I'm here to serve. So, um, I hope the information is, is helpful for you guys. 
Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I love, thank you for sharing your wisdom. I'm so appreciative that you were here with us today. I'm going to drop you in the green room. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, grab a mocktail. I'll be there in just a sec. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness, y'all. Was that not amazing? Thank you so much for joining me today. And I want to remind you to think about how are you going to create a healthy, delicious lifestyle for yourself today? Until then, be sure to join me for another episode of Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. Central and have a healthy, delicious lifestyle. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products and services at ingoodcleantaste.com. Be sure to join me for another episode every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on my globally recognized show, Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour.